Dear Lord, please give me the strength as I embark on another podcast with these two buffoons. I have a slight headache, but I have taken two ibuprofens. Guide me through this trying recording as I fend off their bad bits and fail to secure yes ands. Lend me your wisdom as I attempt to decode their banal banter. I know you gave me this platform for a reason. Amen. Hello, everyone. I'm Chris. That's Matt. Hey. And this is the Boo Boys, our podcast where we try to turn Kyle hey. into a horror movie fan, one film at a time. And be warned, spoilers and spooks lie ahead. How are you boys doing? Uh, I'm, I'm doing well. Did you say ban all? Yeah, I actually did. <laughs> you know, <laughs> not to start this off on a, uh, you know, calling you out. How do you know, say it? I think it's just banal. Banal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll just say that's my Pacific yeah. Northwest accent. Yeah. Or Ooh. Matt, is it banal? How are you? <laughs> is it, wait, that. How are you? Or is it banal? I, Kyle's I, being really banal about this. It seems like it. Uh, I'm doing good. Doing good. <laughs> All right, well, yeah. (laughs) This is our horror movie podcast, and this week we watched St. Maud, 2019 film. Uh, It was one suggested by me, and it was written and directed by Rose Glass in her uh, her directorial debut, feature debut for this director. Uh, And just really quickly, it's about a hospice nurse uh, named Maud who has recently converted to Catholicism and... She becomes obsessed with saving the soul of the client in her care. The client is dying of cancer. And that's our movie. Kyle, what'd you think of St. Maud? Uh, you know, not a huge fan. Thought it was pretty, pretty boring, mostly. And also, like, was she trying to save her soul? It more just seemed like, a lot of the time she was just trying to sleep with the person she was mm. caregiving uh, to. So I don't know. I, I, it didn't really completely work for me, but uh, you know, it's all right. It wasn't too long. At least it was a good, uh, a tight 90 as, mm-hmm. as we like to say, which is always, always good. Mm-hmm. Feature length. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, what about you? Um, I, I thought it was okay. Um, it was definitely, I think a little bit more of a, a spin than, than I'm used to um, in terms of these horror type movies. Uh, But yeah, it wasn't bad. Um, It wasn't as scary as I thought it would be. Um, Mm -hmm. There definitely is like a turning point where it's like, okay, there's a little bit more going on than um, what they lead on. So yeah, this is my type of horror movie, which does not equal hardly anyone else's type of horror movie which is the boring very low on plot very slow atmospheric with like maybe one or two horror set pieces if that we got basically one Mm -hmm. uh, one and a half in this one Mm -hmm. um this is yeah this is a kind of horror movie that's not for everyone it's not your like popcorn uh just scare a minute sort of thing i'd say this was like a a scare Yeah, a scare a ninety minute. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, uh, no, you. Uh, I would say okay. maybe two. There was at least I think two scares. Okay. Well, why don't we just dive right into the uh, scares? I think the one we probably all agree on, and the moment that got to me 
you know, uh, Maude b- becomes more and more uh, disturbed as the movie goes on. She starts out kind of normal, sort of a white bread uh, Catholic lady. And by the end, she's like walking around on needles and uh, she uh. breaks into her former client's house because she got fired and stabs the lady to death. Uh, but yeah. the horror moment is is the woman's face like transforms into basically the devil. Uh, yeah. And I jumped. I have to admit, I jumped. Ooh. Yeah, I, I jumped too. Uh, and my little piece about this was I was literally thinking, okay, I got to start thinking like, it, but right before this moment in my head, I was like, I got to start thinking about what I'm going to say on this podcast. Cause I find this movie exceptionally boring. <laughs> and, and so I was like, and right when the word boring, like went through my mind, like her face changed and she popped out. I was like, Whoa, maybe I'm wrong. Like I <laughs> <laughs> think just maybe got interesting. And then about 30 seconds later, it kind of went back to being boring. So uh, in my mind and so i was like okay well at least i got that little bit out of it but other than that i i didn't find the the movie super fascinating like i said mm-hmm. and like i don't know if like i don't need this scare a minute but maybe like every five i don't mm-hmm. know what i like. <laughs> no for sure no, yeah, I, I, I just need a little more at least mm-hmm. matt i'm assuming that that was one of your two scares uh yes, so that was one, and then I would probably say, uh, I don't know how much I would call it a scare as opposed to a a good jump scare, which is like basically the very end of the movie. Mm. Um, so ba- basically, uh, should I say the ending? Yeah, I already warned them about spoilers. What okay. do they want? I mean, I don't know. I, I can't recall if this Wait, is like the you? fastest we've ever yeah, gotten every- to the end. What are you talking about? In the intro, I now say spoilers ahead. I know oh, okay. you usually do, but I maybe I just am used to it now, so I didn't like register it. Okay, okay. I'll, okay. I, I trust. I'll you just did. reiterate. <laughs> Listen, everyone. Hello. There are spoilers Sorry. ahead. This is the Boo Boy. Hi, hello, everyone. Welcome Hi. to the Boo Boys. <laughs> spoilers and spooks ahead. Okay. Okay. I just really got locked in on banal and, and really <laughs> everything else. Right. 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 Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, so essentially at the last part, like she's, uh, is it like she's offering herself up to to God? Is that kind of what yeah. we're all thinking? Well, well, we'll break down what her reasonings maybe are, but okay. yeah, her, so, in her mind she is. Yes. Or so essentially, to heaven. Yeah, so essentially she douses herself in like a bunch of flammable chemicals mm-hmm. and lights herself on fire. And in most of the shot, uh, she's like seen as like angelic, um, like she's like going up into heaven, and then like for a split second, it <laughs> yeah. goes into like reality, and she's just burning alive, and I'm yeah, just like, just, oh yeah. my god, horribly, horribly <laughs> screaming. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, that, that was kind of my other part where I was like, oh shit. Well, right. but at least as long as she thinks it's like going well, uh, you know. I, <laughs> yeah. it's a slow way to die though, like. Yeah, she might realize halfway through. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how far she's gone, but like. So this movie, we've kind of touched on it. Um, there, I guess, I think there's three explanations for what's happening to our good friend Maude, and I think the three of us should break it down and, and come up with one definitive answer of what's happening okay. to her. We'll crack it. 
We're going to figure this out, audience. Buckle up. Yep. This is, we're going to do some good old-fashioned sleuth in here. Ooh. Okay, first option one. It, and I guess there could be more than three options if either of you has an additional one that, you know, a hypothesis you want to put forward. We can go okay. with that. Option one, God is guiding her, and he's kind of just a dick. <laughs> okay, that's option one. Uh-huh. And we'll break down each of these options. And if there's evidence that support each of these options. Okay. Option two, the devil has been tricking her this whole time. Mm-hmm. We kind of touched on it. She saw the devil's face in her former employer. And and he was like, gotcha. Uh, at one point. So yeah. the devil's doing it. Option mm-hmm. three, Maud's a little crazy. She's ha- <laughs> she's she's having some issues. And yeah. she's blaming or she's she's uh, accounting for those issues by saying it's religion and God. OK, uh, Matt, why don't we start with the first one, which is what Maud believes that God is speaking to her. What, do you think that's that's possible? Um, I think the more possible is the second option. Okay. I don't believe that as much. <laughs> Um, Kyle, well, before we get to the second one with Matt, yeah, any, yeah, any evidence yeah. for the first one? Well, yeah, well, I'm not sure. Did you guys have subtitles on, first of all? No, yes. I did not. Okay, so Matt will know this, uh-huh. but when that voice talks, the subtitle says, speaking in Welsh. Yes. Oh, um, interesting. Okay, because yeah. I, I, I saw the subtitles, but not that it was in yeah, Welsh. Yeah, so you like if you didn't have that on, I would have thought like maybe the devil or like speaking. I assumed in, it was um, Latin so, or something. Cause I just, yeah, yeah. Anyway. So the devil speaks in Latin, but God speaks Welsh. In Welsh. In Welsh. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So like, do we know what language God speaks? Maybe he created some I don't Welsh know. Adam <laughs> named Adam. Okay. <laughs> so I will say, yeah, that's evidence against it being the devil because I don't think the devil messes with Welsh. He's a Latin dude. Okay. Um, So there you go. Okay. Uh, Or, you know, also, I don't know. The the weird the weird part about about Maud is when she's like I can feel God. Uh-huh. Yeah. See, this was this is my thinking as to why it's the devil because I can't but imagine God being I, like I'm gonna. Basically, in this movie. What Maud thinks is God fucks. <laughs> and here's, but here's the thing is like, well, if God like brings you joy into your life, that's mm-hmm. a certain type of joy. Mm. I think that's that, true. It, so, seemed, it seemed very um, violent almost. It, I don't know. I, I do think you're skipping over like probably that being a sin. <laughs> well okay okay matt how about you enlighten me on you know uh the virgin mary and how uh jesus was born and also that's a good evidence for because her patron saint was the virgin mary true true i guess yeah it's like uh um so i'm just saying there's okay hmm. well let's move on to the devil made me do it uh-huh. <laughs> the conjuring three the devil made me do it yes, yes. uh sorry no uh chris oh. i just i did have to double check this and uh her saint was mary magdalene oh okay okay who is so the prostitute same name, same first name but was a a woman who just followed jesus around gotcha okay uh, i only heard i only heard the yeah. very part yeah gotcha. so anyway i like okay. where your head's at I think there's good evidence for this being god okay <laughs> god we've not written off god <laughs> 
this is like the other movie god's not dead i'm pretty sure this is how that film went well i'm also yeah. sure this plays a little bit with i trap the devil because you know how do you know boring? what you know? <laughs> yeah i was just gonna say there's your tie <laughs> yeah there you go that works uh okay matt why don't you tell us some of the evidence for the it being the devil um i guess basically the yeah basically all the um the, the good feelings that she's having mm, the um, devil all especially when because i also uh had the subtitles on and there was a lot of like moans and i was yeah. like oh, okay uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> um yeah ma definitely combines uh sex and pain and religion all into one Mm-hmm. And and sex and pain definitely feels more like a devil thing than a god thing traditionally. Uh, Chris, so. I tell you what that sounds like. That sounds like our cenobites. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, we got a fourth. We got a fourth option here, everyone. Okay, the yes, fourth sir. option, which we will investigate, is could this be the cenobites? Uh, <laughs> Large wow. evidence influx right now for yeah. Cenobite okay. uh, in- interference in this That's movie. That's right. Mm. Why don't we just, because the sex thing, uh, she described her connection with God as being shivering, pulsing, warm. <laughs> he is inside me, is what she said. Did you quote this? Did you write yeah, this? Yeah, I wrote, she, that's okay. how she described it to good. her, uh, the woman she was caring yeah. for. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you were like, "That's good. I gotta write that down." I just wrote that down because <laughs> at the time I was thinking this is kind of early in the movie, and I thought that doesn't really sound like God to me. <laughs> uh, that's like, got to be a Chekhov's gun or something. I, said, yeah. I was come like, back at the end. I was like, "That sounds like our good friend Butterball." <laughs> <laughs> he is always one for a good time. war. That's Butterball to a T. <laughs> always one for a good time. That Butterball, <laughs> and he's always inside Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, pump the brakes. Pump the brakes. Uh, I, I I will add with uh, going back to to our second hypothesis before we jump all the way through to the fourth uh, is I feel like God wouldn't trick um, like her like a, like a follower into dousing themselves well with chemical because like you get that split second shot. Where it's most likely reality, and she is just burning alive. Isn't I mean, isn't there like historical precedents in real life of I mean, like the the nails in the shoes and the self harm? Well, yeah, all that's like penance, which is right. like Catholicism to the T. So, you know, which maybe I, I, I but I, just, I don't think they burned themselves. But I know people like obviously have in the past. But I don't know. But I, I mean, like happened. generally, like like. Very generally, like penance and stuff like that, like yeah. you know, mm. re- repenting your. You know, I I want to mention thinking of the penance. There is one other scene that kind of made me cringe was when she had at one point burned the top of her hand, and there's a scene where she's like picking oh, at the skin and like yeah. pulling oh. away at it. That wasn't necessarily scary. It just was kind of gross. Oh, yeah. I, I have an, I have another one too for that. Okay. Um, when so she's like at this pub. And she is totally, like, I don't know if she's, like, renounced the faith, but she has gone, like, right back to mm-hmm. sinning real quick. Um, yeah. And she, uh, I guess, takes a guy home, or the other way around, I guess, goes to her home, and they mm-hmm. start having sex. And then, like, in the middle of it, she kind of gets, like, flashbacks to what I assume is what made her leave her previous job. She used to be, a like, an emergency room nurse. Yes, yeah. yes. And was doing, like, chest compressions 
and like just like I guess did them too hard, I guess, and just like broke into the the rib cage of I guess the patient that they had before, and that was I'd say that was like another jump scare moment. Have Have either of you seen John Carpenter's The Thing? Yes. Okay, uh, you know what I'm hinting at, Matt, with the <laughs> with the chest scene. Yeah. Okay. I'm not. Well, don't worry, Kyle. We're, we'll probably watch it later this season. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Foreshadow. You're spoiling okay. my own season here. Uh, All right. Kyle, I want to circle back to what you said yeah. about Butterball and <laughs> being inside you. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't I have to be want... sexual, Kyle. I'm just saying, like, you know, you ha- he oh. has your heart. He- you have his heart. You know, he has your heart. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I kind of get what you're saying, but I definitely think that it was sexual and in well, conveyance. Well, totally up to interpretation. Right? You know? I just want to make it clear that Butterball has not entered <laughs> me. I, it feels weird that I have to justify this. Okay, <laughs> I mean, look, that's, I, I'm happy that you got that out there. No one yeah. was judging you either way. No, yeah. and I appreciate that. You guys are very uh, judge, judgment-free, and I. that's why you, you guys are my boo boys. Okay. Uh, no. Yeah. However, I just thought I'd clear the air really quick. Okay. That said, let's move on. I think the the third point. <laughs> okay, point noted. Everyone, Butterball and Kyle's uh, <laughs> friendship is purely platonic. <laughs> That's right. That's so right. they are often inside each other. <laughs> okay. So, so the third point is that she's don't get crazy. me started on Pinhead. Kyle can't keep his hands on Pinhead. <laughs> no, pinhead. Well, that's a different story. Uh, <laughs> So I think uh, I think she's just crazy. As much okay. as we broke down the other thing, option three, option she's three, she's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, just because every time we see something happening from her perspective, seemingly it's not happening. It seems in, in anyone else's reality, mm-hmm. and so I feel like that's a fairly good case. And that's just like throughout the movie. I don't know. There's when she's looking in the beer glasses and like the stuff's like swirl, the beer swirling. And then she's looking at the sky and the sky swirling. It's all very kind of uh, supernatural, but it's not, it doesn't appear that anyone else is experiencing that. Yeah. And and I think Matt mentioning the, the ending with the flames and we get a quick cut to what seems to be reality kind of highlights what, what she thinks is happening in her mind and then versus what's actually happening. And we get that a little bit when she kills the woman she was caring for. There's like, she sees the woman as the devil speaking to her, mocking her. And then after she's done stabbing her death, like 20 times, she's yeah. just kind of sit laying there like in pain, you know, trying to speak and can't. Um, yeah. Okay. And so, and, and you could say like, maybe the devil's controlling her, like making her do that. But it's like, uh, there's just something about it, I think, if you watch it, that that says otherwise. Yeah, I, I know, you know, I think we all have a pretty good grasp on the devil at this point with all these films. <laughs> and usually, yeah. one, there weren't enough playful antics. If, if the devil's really involved, there would have been some goofs earlier true, in the movie. True. Yeah. Uh, and two, usually the devil likes to take a bow by the end. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah he can't resist the spotlight oh yeah he loves to ham it up (laughs) and he loves his pranks so there's no way he wouldn't do either one yeah and the absence of all of that it's like at the especially by the end it's like he would definitely be like by the way it was me all along Mm. and yeah 
Okay. Well, so then that's, I guess that's got that's got my vote. Okay, I guess we're all agreed. The investigation has figured out that it is in fact option one, a very hoardy god. Evidence. <laughs> 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 the evidence is all there. All there. All right. Well, Matt, mm-hmm. when do you bounce? Oh. Uh, okay, well, Who let's set you? up the, the situation. Right? I have no clue. I, okay. I think we just, it's, it's just, a wild card. Just, okay. You can pick whatever situation you want. Um, ooh, okay. Um, let's see. So I guess we'll probably be the protagonist. Um, you can be whatever you want, Matt. Who's the protagonist? Who in your mind is the protagonist in this movie? Uh, sorry, the main character. Okay. I, I assume... <laughs> You're saying that the the good person is yes. that <laughs> okay? Yeah. Uh, fine. The main character, I okay. will choose. Um, the, so your mod. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Um, let's see. I would. Which did you guys pick up? By the way, that wasn't her real name. She just like it was a fake name. She was yeah, because it was like Katie, right? Yes, I I thought that was like her last name, but I think it was I just thought, a. But I it could have just been like alias. a. Yeah, I assume it probably would be like an alias. And I think it was because she wouldn't have been able to get hired after her accident as a nurse. And so she yeah. like created this fake identity kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, Sorry, when do you bounce, Matt? Yeah, let's see. When do I bounce? Um, well, I guess it's really tough. Uh, not Are you like. Burning? Are you going to burn yourself alive? No, 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 God, no. If anything, I would probably just stop at the, the pub. I would just oh. keep having a drink there and not be crazy and start seeing things. Give a sad, sad hand job and call it a day. Well, I think what she was probably thinking was, you know what? I, you know, I'm not godly anymore, so let's just do all the sins at once. Okay. So, so your crisis of faith, you never, you never bounce back. Never bounce back. Never bounce even when back. You, never die. Even when you float into the air, you you don't think, okay, maybe this is God. Nope, nope. Because uh, sometimes I'm sure that could happen when you drink too much. Okay, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure I have floated in the air. When okay, I, yeah. who's to say? Who's to say? Maybe it's that that pinnacle eighth beer or whatever. <laughs> yeah, okay. the eighth Heineken. Yeah, Kyle, we'll save you for last year. Okay. Matt, that's very good. I, I think you live, but you now live a life of debauchery. I so. mean, uh, obviously cirrhosis. I have cirrhosis. At what cost? Yeah, my liver. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I think I bounce when I when I the first time God or whoever tries to have sex with me. <laughs> the first moment <laughs> I feel the first, it first like. time you you feel your the warm pulsing. I go, I go hold up. Everything I know about God, he would not be doing this to me right now. I've told you that that's not true, though. What? What do you Wait, mean? What do you, what do you, because he could be impregnating you with the second coming of Christ. Okay, well, I'm telling you right now, if God tried to impregnate <laughs> me right now, I would bounce. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, you'd be missing out on a golden opportunity. Okay. A well, golden opportunity fine. for... <laughs> Self-immolation. You know, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying. Anyway, you do you. Well, we yeah. obviously know First Kyle's... First time God gets a little bit handsy with me, I'm out. <laughs> we, we know Kyle's uh, path, but we can we can still ask. Okay, after. Kyle, yeah, when do you bounce, buddy? <laughs> I I don't. I don't bounce. <laughs> I, I, I embrace God's warm and loving touch, and mm-hmm. he impregnates me, and then I give birth to the second coming of Christ, and I go down in history. Uh, so you don't... You don't 
light yourself on fire. I don't light myself on fire either. I, I'm like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get pregnant. You know, <laughs> I stopped taking my birth control, and uh, I, I try to, you know, and then I feel like God's going to take care of me. He's probably not. You know, he's not going to abandon me. He's got a good like baby daddy. So <laughs> you got a lot of faith in this God. You do. You do have a lot of faith. I mean, for every time, I guess you have. Well, does that happen when you just do something that the entity, I guess in this case being God, like when you do something that God approves, like that's when you get that that feeling, mm. right? Mm. I hope so. Well, I, I'm, I'm trying to remember if that's how they, they pitched it in the, the movie where it was like, oh, I was like kind of following his will. So like, that's kind of like your... Uh, I guess, yeah. Your, I don't know if they get that far into it. Because it's like, are you just going to be like, in like cloud nine as you're burning alive like is that, is that kind i of don't like... know i'm kyle's really betting the farm on this actually being god well, not the devil or butterball yeah well, he's on the the path to what is it masochism a lot yeah. of a lot of harm there so you put i'll you be put nails about, in your shoes kyle i'll be written about you know once i give birth all right, I'm done. I'm, <laughs> I'm done blasting. I've blasted oh, yeah, a lot. Yeah, right. yeah. All right. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to do um, some some penance after this. I will say that the bar scene that Matt mentioned mm-hmm. uh, was the same levels of cringe as a movie we watched way back in season one, The Invitation, which was those awkward party scenes. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah, her interactions with people at that bar made me so uncomfortable. Yeah, it's like, um, yeah, it's like she never spoke to people before, never been around way, other yeah. people. Well, I, I mean, like, you didn't you didn't have to speak a lot. That one guy didn't have to speak a lot to get a little action. Good. Yeah, it was just like, a long, awkward uh, stare down. The worst moment for me was when she's sitting there and the table next to her is like a four a group of four all oh, laughing. Yeah. And she starts like laughing, trying to like join in, and they just ignore her. And she like yeah. awkwardly sits there, and I was like, "Oh, I was God. like almost like yeah, uh, like a yeah, that was a weird moment." I don't know. I was gonna say, I'll say it, it was like almost like a Joker kind of moment, uh, but we don't have to talk about that. Oh movie. wow! <laughs> so this, you're saying this movie is basically the Joker, the female Joker? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, basically, um... which is basically. <laughs> No, is this Javier Bardem. Bardem's Joker, or is this? You mean Joaquin Phoenix? Yeah. What do you, What are you talking about, Javier Bardem? When has I, he ever played the Joker? I think you meant Joaquin. It's my Phoenix. wish. It's the silent. Oh, okay. It's my wish for him to. I mean, Matt's he's already been in one of my other favorites, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. So you know, Matt's trying to speak this into existence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Writers, producers, you know, they all listen to our podcast. So I have one other scariest moment before we get into Kyle's favorite uh, segment. Uh, did you guys notice how... Uh, oh, I, another awkward cringe party <laughs> moment was the birthday party, by the way. Oh, yeah. That made me cringe, too. A lot yeah. of awkward social interactions between Mott. She was not a good people person. No, no, no. But that's not surprising. But the scariest moment for me was when she dumped out the alcohol in the house, that one scene, <laughs> and I cried out. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are you doing? Uh, some top se- top shelf stuff. That's mm-hmm. why we know it couldn't have been the devil, because a devil never ever would have had someone dump out alcohol. You don't you don't waste booze like that. Yeah. True. The I devil also, respects a yeah. good malt. I guess he's also not a, a homophobe either. 
and he wouldn't have wanted uh, Maude to come in between the Amanda, who was the Amanda, the client, yeah. and Carol or Carolyn? the like prostitute, I guess. I guess, yeah. So that seemed weird to me. Like you know, this uh, Amanda, the woman she's caring for, is a f- pseudo famous dancer who's basically rich. It just seems weird she'd have to pay for sex at that point in her life. Like it just seems she'd have a paramour or something, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But who's? But she's also like wheelchair bound, so it's like. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if if that comes out easily, even if that you were, phase of your well, life no. though, like it, you're already f- somewhat famous, you're rich. It just seems weird that she's paying for a prostitute. At maybe that she point. scared everyone else off. You know, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Okay, I'm just playing the advocate of God, God's advocate or devil's advocate. Which one is it? Oh, wow. We don't know. <laughs> we still don't know. Maybe by the end of this podcast, but at the end of this podcast, we're going to do an official vote and we're going to determine once and for all who <laughs> okay. is behind this movie. Okay. Uh, it's time for case study. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Case study. Uh, wherein we, and take, uh, this movie and analyze it in a way where we determine, the best course of action and behavior for the uh, protagonist or main character to come out the other We're side. Just us, right? Lessons learned. I thought good lessons learned. Mm-hmm. Yes, that'd be a much more succinct way of saying that. <laughs> All right, uh, Matt, you could start us off. Um, I would say this makes a case for safe sex. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow. Sure. Yeah, why not? Didn't think of the turn that I was gonna do, huh? No, no. I yeah, okay. I guess yeah. You know, maybe maybe figuring out who's uh. If that's what you took from it. That's good well, well, who's on the other end of the uh, who who's giving that? I guess right. You know, right. Really get to the okay. source, Chris. God put on a condom. That's all we're gonna say. <laughs> Come on, wrap it up. Okay, uh, this is just a quick one. Um, lock your doors. I don't know what Amanda was doing, leaving her front door unlocked. And side one is if if Maud still had a key to the house, take keys from employees you fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Both of those are true. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say this makes a good case for keeping the faith. You know, maybe oh. if <laughs> maybe if uh, Maud slash Katie just kind of kept the faith a little more, it wouldn't have turned out the way it did. Hmm. Okay. Uh, and maybe she could have, uh, you know, had another baby Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. All right, Matt. Baby uh, yeah. I would say uh, this makes a great case for, you know, starting a new life in a different city. You know, it, oh. it's probably not a good thing. Like if you're trying to like have a new alias um, to stay in the same city as wherever you were fired from. Hmm. And she was like pretty well known around town. I like, guess, yeah, know. enough to be well known enough by like her coworkers or her ex coworker. Even that guy in the bar was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. I've seen you before." Yeah, yeah. So, okay, uh, don't drink. I know I just talked about the horrors of dumping alcohol out, but you know, a lot of bad things happen when people drink in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, okay, I, I would, I would go to wager that more horrible things happen when they don't drink. Oh, yeah. So Matt, so, so are you saying that you're making a case? It, it makes a case to drink. Yes. 
Because uh, I don't think a drunk mod would have ever stabbed Amanda to death. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, was she sober or not sober? Was she drunk? No, she no, was like no. back on the faith. Yeah. Matt's saying like if she had kept drinking and never found God again. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I see yeah. what you're saying now. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I guess you don't have to lose God and like just continue drinking. I would just, you know, I'm assuming if she was drunk, she probably wouldn't have done that. <laughs> True. Or it would have been at least physically harder for her to do that. Yes. Probably wouldn't okay. have been able to open the door, you know? Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's see. I don't know if I have any more. I had I had that good one of keeping the faith. Oh, okay. Um, you just uh, had one. That was a home run. So Okay, I got I've got a, a one more at least. Okay. Um die quickly. Avoid crazy hospice people. <laughs> just bow yeah. out and don't ever find yourself in a mod situation hmm. interesting so if you had like terminal cancer i'll open this but can of worms if you had like <laughs> terminal, <laughs> if you had like a terminal illness mm-hmm. uh-huh. and you had say eh, four months to live six months and you needed a caretaker mm-hmm. caregiver uh you wouldn't you would just off yourself okay uh don't do hospice <laughs> well if just, you're going okay. to do a hospice maybe don't skip out for like, you know, like probably like a free or really cheap hospice. Get like, okay. you know, really, really fine hospice care. So you yeah. think like Maude was in like the cheapo section? Yeah, she was like the public defender of hospice. <laughs> yes, yes. Basically, yeah. Basically what I'm saying is, yeah. Assigned go, by the like, county. Get yeah, like right, a, yeah. a hospice looking over like a view of like, you know, Hollywood Hills, pop bottles, you know. Okay. Just really live it up. Yeah. It, actually, that brings up a good point. Like she said, I think we can close case study. Case closed. Case that's closed. How we, that's how we, yeah. I wanted to end how it like that. That's, that's good. Have I we been know. saying that when this segment? No, no this is the first time. <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> Boom. Uh, so, <laughs> so it was talking about at the beginning, like it's like this town, though, that's like not a big town or well known necessarily or something. Because she's like, how does this person end up here? kind of thing how does the mm-hmm. the dancer amanda that's that's sick end up there and it's kind of like so mm-hmm. actually case reopen maybe cool. retire in like a bigger city where more things are going on you're going to get the like matt said the best kind of kind of care maybe uh, I, I mean i just got the sense that she grew up there and like returned to her childhood home possibly mm-hmm. did anyone maybe. catch that the the sign on like one of the things is like coney island or is that just like i saw Wait, that did we catch British... it was prominently okay yes yeah, sorry sorry yes it was prominently displayed <laughs> i was very confused and i had to look this up because i i spent the first three-fourths of the movie Be thinking like... they were at coney island <laughs> in the u.s yeah is there and a coney got island in british in accents yeah there is that's what i learned oh so the u that's i was confused i'm like why are there so many yeah. british people at coney island <laughs> that, what's happening that, yeah that, that confused me on why like speaking welsh i feel like <laughs> on the eastern seaboard but i learned there is a coney island in britain that's like a small island uh, okay that's okay. all i i didn't go beyond that but hmm. okay. that's why there's so many british folks that, that's good because i did i did have that same question and i, I didn't look it up so <laughs> thank you Chris. Okay. so case closed uh case officially closed <laughs> case closed <laughs> oh yeah the gavel yeah we'll need to uh, okay well matt any last thoughts on saint Maud? um it was interesting, not as scary as I thought it would have been, but still had its creepy moments. 
Um, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't as bad as I thought it was. Kyle, after a rousing discussion, do you now love the film? You know, I, I don't, but I do always love our rousing discussions okay. about uh, films that I may not enjoy. It does make me, if not enjoy the film more, it, it makes it like at least worth it kind of thing. If that makes sense. I want to say I enjoyed this movie for what it was. And if people are fans of directors like Oz Perkins or that kind of style of movie, um, even I'd say like getting close, like the witch, if you, if you enjoy the witch, I think Mm. this one's worth checking out. It's it, this one's slower than that, but it's definitely an atmospheric, slow, uh, plotting horror movie, uh, that Mm. I love. Um, well, okay. we end every podcast with a question. Kyle, mm-hmm. after watching St. Maude, mm-hmm. Matt, mm-hmm. thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. After watching St. Maude, yeah. are you, Kyle, a horror movie fan? Hell no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, spicy. Or maybe heaven no. <laughs> Okay, final vote. Matt, was it the God or the Devil? Uh, I'll say it was God. Kyle, God or the Devil? It was God. Yeah, it had to be God because we know the Devil's a prankster and there weren't (laughs) hardly enough pranks.